0: morning and welcome to our daily word and prayer this is Wednesday morning May 5th so glad to have you along my name is Tom Short and today we're getting in the word of God just like we do every day and this is a habit you know habits habits change our lives good habits and bad habits both can change our life and I'm trusting that as we get in the word every day some of you have been along and I see you here each day and you're you're here day after day and I applaud you and if you've been with me through this this whole journey, we've been months now in the Word of God every day, and it will change our life. God sees we're here. You could be doing something else today, but you're joining in this time of word and prayer, and I believe God will honor that. God will change us from the inside out. Amen? I believe so. We're looking at the commands of Christ, and we're in Matthew chapter 18, and today's a very, very important message. Because yesterday we talked about what do you do if someone has offended you? How do you go to them? And then, and what do you do to clarify or to, to correct that, to seek reconciliation? And in Matthew chapter 18, verse 21, we'll, we'll begin reading in the commands of Christ. Then Peter came and said to Jesus, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Up to seven times? Now you stop and think about that. That's a pretty amazing offer that peter's suggesting there i mean imagine if someone cheated you seven times or five times six times i mean just forgive him after the first time would be really hard would it not imagine if someone stole from you or someone gossiped about you or you you had a secret you told them a secret and they they spread your secret around to other people And imagine if they did that once and you forgave them and twice and you forgave them and a third time and you forgave them and a fourth time and you forgave them. I mean, Peter says, how often do I need to forgive? I mean, it'd be pretty awesome of me to forgive seven times, wouldn't it? And Jesus says, verse 22, I do not say to you up to seven times, but up to 70 times seven. (laughs) Peter says, you know, I've got to forgive him 490 times. No, I think what Jesus is saying here, he's talking, he's using, he's he's saying forever. There's no limit on when, how much we forgive a person. And dare I suggest to us today, there must be no limit on how much we're willing to forgive a person. Now, let me be clear from the very beginning. To forgive a person is releasing them from our heart. It is determining i won't be vengeful i won't uh, i won't take vengeance i won't be hold a grudge i won't be bitter i i'm going to release them so that the a person who offended me does not have control of my heart my mind my thoughts my life we forgive as much for our own benefit as as the offender forgiveness is something it's non-optional for us as christians we must learn to forgive failure to forgive destroys a person failure to forgive destroys our health it destroys our walk with god in matthew chapter 6 jesus even said if you won't forgive god doesn't hear your prayers we must learn to forgive it's part of our gospel message that god forgives us abundantly it's part of the what the christian life is all about forgiveness the acknowledgement that we are sinners, others are sinners, we have failed, we've fallen short, and that we can forgive and we can release. It is a requirement of us as Christians. Some people get confused, though, and they have difficulty forgiving because they it means that, that needs, I need to pretend as if nothing happened to me. I need to pretend as if that person never, ever offended me. And I don't believe that's what it's saying. It doesn't mean that if, if someone that there's not that the forgiving means that you forget and then you now entrust yourself to that person again and allow them to wound you and continue to hurt you doesn't necessarily mean that and that this is what gets some people hung up is i a person hurt me i if i really forgive them i allow them to just keep hurting me you know they we talk about appropriate boundaries are fine and are appropriate to get, you know to not allow a person to continue to sin against you and damage and hurt you but boundaries does not mean you don't forgive them you can forgive and still have appropriate boundaries for protection in the future and so this is important to realize okay we forgive does not mean we don't establish boundaries of protection for the future but we do forgive now jesus goes on to tell a parable because sometimes it's hard to forgive. It would be really hard to forgive a person 490 times. It'd really be hard to forgive a person that seventh time. But Jesus says, like, we must be like God, abundant forgiveness, overwhelming forgiveness. And he goes on to explain why. And he tells a parable. We'll, we'll just read the parable. It's so good. Matthew twenty Matthew 18, verse beginning with verse 23. For this reason... The kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who wished to settle accounts with his slaves. When he began to settle them, one who owed him 10,000 talents was brought to him. Now, 10,000 talents was a lot of money. The talent was worth 15 years of, uh, uh, one talent was worth 15 years of labor. Wow. 15 years of wages times 10,000? I mean, that's that's beyond what anyone could ever pay. That's an immense amount. That would be in today's tens of billions of dollars in today's currency. But since the slave did not have the means to repay, his Lord commanded him to be sold along with his wife and children and all that he had and repayment to be made. He was going to go to the debtors. He's going to be sold as a slave to someone else. The slave fell to the ground and prostrated himself before him. The king saying, "Have patience with me, and I will repay you everything." And the lord of that slave felt compassion and released him and forgave him the debt. Wow, what a what a wonderful thing! I forgive you your debt. It's it, it's unpayable. It's beyond what you could ever do. He often And so, what happened? How should that slave behold be, behave? What should be his attitude? Overwhelming gratitude, thankfulness. You would think. And it would flow out towards his fellow human being. But no, verse 28. But that slave went and found one of his fellow slaves who owed him a hundred denarii. That's, you know, like a third of the year's wages. A hundred denarii. And he seized him and began to choke him saying, pay back what you owe. And his fellow slave fell to the ground, began to plead with him saying, have patience with me. I'll repay you. Just like this guy had said to the king, And now the man who owed him money was saying the exact same thing and pleading for compassion and mercy, but he was unwilling and went and threw him in prison until he should pay back what was owed. So when his fellow slaves saw what happened, they were deeply grieved and came and reported to their Lord all that had happened. Then summoning him, the Lord said to him, you wicked slave, I forgave you all that debt because you pleaded with me. Should you not have also had mercy on your fellow slave in the same way that I had mercy on you and his slave and, and, and his Lord moved with anger, handed him over to the torturers until he should repay all that was owed him. My heavenly father will do the same to you. If each of you does not forgive his brother from the heart. Now that's pretty heavy verse, isn't it? That's pretty heavy verse. My heavenly father will do the same to you if you, do, if you do not forgive one another from the heart. I used to wonder if this meant you're going to go to hell if you don't forgive somebody. I don't think that's what it's saying. But I do think it means you'll be in a prison. You'll be in a prison of, of bitterness, a prison of vengeance. You will be a prisoner to, to the person who hurts you in the first place. You will continue to be their victim. You'll continue to be a prisoner of them. You will be, life won't be good and bitterness and vengeance, holding a grudge. And some people live their whole life like this. Some people are, are, are still trying to get even and hurt somebody from something that happened decades ago and it's a prison and it's a torture and it's terrible. And indeed, dare I say in our country today, as always, but in our country today, we are seeing this so much of people who cannot forgive, people, and and people have been hurt, and they refuse to they they won't forgive parents, they won't forgive siblings, they won't forgive someone in their church, they won't forgive a boss. Some sometimes you know there's this violence and workplace violence and shootings, and it's it's a bitterness that that has taken hold of their heart, and something dark and evil comes into them. My friends, you and I have got to be forgivers. We've got to be forgivers. In Ephesians 4, 31 and 32, it says, Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and slander be put away from you. Be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving each other just as God in Christ has forgiven you. How do we forgive somebody when it's hard? I mean, let's face it. Some we do get hurt, and it's not easy to forgive. As a matter of fact, I'll just bluntly in my own life, this has been the hardest battle I fought in my Christian life. I believe the hardest battle I fought is forgiving people who've hurt me. And and uh, how how do you do it? You, to me, Ephesians four thirty two and this parable here that Jesus told it helps so much because number one, well, I I'd say to God, God, I forgive them. It may help me to say to the person, I forgive you. But somewhere along the line, when we have to get beyond that, when we just can't forget, we can't forgive, we can't release, we've tried, what it helps me is to get my eyes off of my offender and to get my eyes onto the cross. And instead of thinking how they hurt me, to think how I've hurt Jesus, I ask myself, were they as sorry as they ought to be? No. But was I as sorry as I ought to be when I asked God to forgive me? No. I asked, do they understand how much they hurt me? Probably not. But then I asked, do I understand how much my sin has hurt God? No. I say, do they they apologize and seek repentance for all the wrong they had done? No. But Is God going to require me to realize everything I've done wrong before he'll release me and forgive me? No. The truth is, you and I have sinned against God far more than anyone has ever sinned against you or me. What we have done to God, our sin, a life of rebellion, a life, not just an incident, but how many years do we live without Christ? How often do we disregard him? How often, I mean, he's God, and did we just disobey, and hurt him. And our sin does hurt God. I don't know if you realize that. But sometimes we think God has no emotions, no feeling. He certainly does. And our sin, our disobedience, it hurts God. He's made himself vulnerable to us because he loves us. And so when we think of, when when we have difficulty forgiving someone else, turn, pivot here. Instead of think how much they've done to me, Stop and think how much I've done to God. Instead of thinking they're not sorry enough, ask, have I been sorry enough? Turn my focus from my offender to God, to my sin before God, and then to the cross and how God has forgiven me, how God has forgiven you. And that's where we find the power to forgive others. That's where we find the power to say, God, help me to be kind, tender-hearted, forgiving others. Just as you have forgiven me abundantly. God doesn't make us crawl over broken glass to think of every little thing we've ever done wrong. Some people I know, they spend their their prayer times, I'm trying to think of every little sin I might have committed today. No, God, God has forgiven us abundantly. God has forgiven us willingly, gladly. And as we see the cross, we can learn That's how we get, and we can find power, but that's how we can forgive others as well. Amen. If God has convicted you today. Let's let's spend some time here just in prayer and forgive those who've offended us. And there might be someone specifically in your mind right now. And if so, release them. Release them to honor God. Release them in the name of Christ. Release them for your own good. Forgive them. In Jesus' name, Father, we want to thank you for the cross. And we know our salvation goes back to the cross. We know that we were like the slave who owed 10,000 talents. We owed far more than we could have ever paid in our debt to you. And yet, Jesus, when when we asked for mercy, when you went to the cross, You forgave us freely, confidently, completely. You gave us more than we ever could have expected. Lord, I think, I know most of us, we were expecting, uh, can I earn my forgiveness? Can I make up for my forgiveness? Can I do enough good deeds to balance out my sins? And then would you forgive me if I do that? And Father, you didn't do it that way. You just forgave us freely. We thank you for what an, an abundant, forgiving god you are what how awesome you are and we thank you that we are the recipients of mercy and compassion from the almighty and we thank you our sins are buried in the deepest sea they've been separated like the east is from the west so great is your loving kindness it's so wonderful is your forgiveness it's like the heavens are above the earth so great is your loving kindness your mercy towards us we bless you we love you we thank you Father, we pray today for power, grace, faith to forgive others the way you've forgiven us. Lord, help us to forgive others the way you have forgiven us. Help us, Lord, to Lord not require them to just grovel, not require them to crawl over their ass, not require them to uh, earn earn that forgiveness, but rather, Lord, that we would grant it. Help us, Lord, to release those. And even right now, Father, in the name of Jesus, and if you're bringing anyone to our mind right now, in the name of Jesus, we release them. We forgive them. Deliver us from seeking vengeance. Deliver us from trying to get even. Deliver us from secretly desiring their hurt. Help us, Father, to bless them in the name of Christ. To encourage them. Help us, Lord, to win them, to not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Lord, we pray for this. This can only happen by the supernatural grace and power that you can give us. We pray, Father, when we struggle to forgive, that we just look to the cross. We remember what you've done, and we forgive others just as you have forgiven us. Lord, I do pray for wisdom with those who have offended us to know Lord, as as we we forgive them, but should there be boundaries of any sort for our protection from real danger and harm, help us to be wise there, but help us not to be confused. Help us not to misunderstand that forgiveness, it's required. It's necessary. Without it, Lord, we're bound. We're in the torturous prison. So we forgive and we walk forward with you with wisdom, in our relationships we walk in forgiveness thank you we bless you today oh lord i pray i pray for those who are listening in today if if there's any just bound by this give them a freedom a freedom that comes from truly forgiving others we look to the cross we look to you for this power we trust in you and we bless you fill us today with your joy let nothing sap it away from us lord the world didn't give us our joy The world can't take it away. Today, I pray our joy would come from walking with the Almighty. So we pray for this. Use us today. We offer ourselves as your servants to be available to you for anything you want to do this day. And we pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen and amen. Thanks for joining me today. The word's powerful as we allow it to get into our deep innermost being and we obey it. We believe it. We pray it into our lives. Then we'll be tested. So trust God will test you on some of these things we've been learning. These commands of Christ will be tested on them. And when that time comes, by the power of God, by the grace of God, let's walk in his victory and walk in obedience to him. You can do it. You can do it. And we trust we will. Again, thanks for joining me. Hit, make sure you hit the like and the subscribe and leave a comment below. I always like to know who's here. And, uh, and where you're watching from, uh, just, uh, last night, someone wrote me an email and I didn't realize I was watching and they watch regularly. And and so I always like to know who's it's encouraging to me to know who's actually watching these times. Okay. So drop me an email or leave a comment in the, in the, in the, uh, uh, comment section below, tell your friends, let's pass this word. These are important messages. These are important messages. So tell your friends and the more of us can join day by day, the better. So God bless you. You have a great day. Walk with the Lord, and we'll see you tomorrow. Look forward to then. Be blessed. God bless you. Bye-bye.